how do you find, for example, the students that you, you met here in Hong Kong, do you find that there's a, a growing interest in the flute? In oh, sure, sure. And I have to say the kids here are very, very keen and uh, uh, I think they're very clever. They get things quickly. Yes. And uh, as for sort of technical proficiency, do you think it's... It, 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 you, what you came across yesterday was a, was a pretty high standard? Um, no, I think, I think there's a lot to be desired in the teaching of the flute here in Hong Kong. Um, you know, they don't seem to have any sort of real method in the teaching. So I introduced them to the, the French School of Flute Playing, of which I'm a product. And uh, I think if, if the seed falls on fertile ground, you should have some really good players coming up. That's an interesting point. I mean, they, they have a very strong tradition, don't they, in the Paris? Yes. Uh, and you were actually taught by um, the late... Marcel Moyes. Marcel Moyes, yes. yes. And, 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 and Rompal as well, didn't he teach Yes, Rompal was not so much my teacher because the very first lesson I had with him, uh, he said to me, Jimmy, you already play the flute very well. Why don't you get yourself a job? <laughs> but I was already in the conservatoire in the class of... Uh, Gaston Crunel, which was a wonderful class. Uh, that was the French class I was in. There's two classes of, and in those days there were two classes. Now there's only one. Uh, and in those days there was a foreign class and a French class. And there was one place open uh, for the French class, and I won the place. What is it about the the French teaching method that is so effective? Do you think? Well, uh, they've. It comes from a tradition of really great flute players, starting with Paul Taffanel. Uh, Taffanel began playing the flute, and he toured all over the world, literally. And then he had something with his teeth, and uh, he couldn't play the flute so well anymore. So he took up conducting, and he became the conductor of the, of the National Opera, uh, doing things like Manon and... Uh, uh, from memory, every he did everything from memory, conducted everything from memory, and then when he when his health failed and he couldn't conduct, he became the professor of flute in the conservatoire, and he turned out some really great flute players because he just had a very high standard. You mentioned there the, the conducting. I, I read somewhere that you you've been doing some conducting recently. Is this an, an increasingly important part of your work? Uh, it is. It is, and uh, I have to say I enjoy doing it too. And uh, recently, I just conducted the Shanghai Symphony, and we had a wonderful time together. I mean, it's a very good orchestra, I have to say. And what what did you play with that orchestra? A uh, complete Mozart program. Fantastic. Was that part of of your current tour? Uh, yes, it was. And then from Hong Kong, um, where where do you go? I think you go to Australia. Is that right? Yes, Australia today. Wow. <laughs> and then it's a, it's a fairly hectic schedule for you and, and Lady Jean in, in Australia as well. It is, yes. And then after Australia, what, what, what do you go back to you? Well, we're going to have a holiday somewhere, but we haven't decided where, because when you're down this, this side of the globe, it's a pity not to take advantage of it and have a holiday somewhere. So we'll probably have a holiday somewhere in Asia. Excellent. And when, you're, when you're on the holiday, do you... Do you um, put set aside a certain amount of time every day to, to, to practice, or you, do you try and put that to one side and focus on other things? No, no, no. Every day is a little bit practicing. You have to 
keep your hand in. Oh, sure, sure, absolutely. And I enjoy it too because you know I I, I practice all the things that that the kids want to hear, like flute studies and scales and stuff like this. <laughs> Um, now, am I right in thinking that, that you know all this uh, activity is to do with a special sort of to connected with special kind of birthday landmark? Well, I don't know that it is anymore because uh, I was seventy last December, so I'm going to be seventy-one this coming December. <laughs> but I'm still uh, open to receiving any gifts that people want to send, especially money. And <laughs> Uh, excellent, but you did. I mean, this year has been a particularly. Uh, it sounds as if it's been a wonderful and and uh, yeah, with quite a lot of fun. Oh, it has been, and it, and it was great fun. The whole thing. I mean, uh, it just went one big party after another everywhere I went. You had a, a, a big uh, concert uh, in your hometown of Belfast. Was that right? Yes, I did. I did, and uh, uh, I had another one in in Lucerne where I live, and it was conducted by Leonard Slatkin, who's a friend of mine. What sort of um, relationship do you have with your with Belfast now? Because I think most am I right in thinking you're you're based in Lucerne? That's um, right. Um, and and ha, ha, what is your relationship with with your roots? Do you? Oh, I have a very good relationship there. You know, um, the last time I was there, the city council honoured me, and uh, I had a, a wonderful time playing with the orchestra. And, and uh, I think we're going to try to make a James Galway competition happen in Belfast. Fantastic. If that gets off the ground, when do you think that will happen? Uh, next year or the year after. Well, I'll keep my eye open for that. That sounds very exciting. Mm -hmm. Do you think the chances are high that that's going to happen? Oh, yes, yes. Yes, because, you know, the orchestra's interested and uh, the Arts Council, they're interested. And, and uh, so after Australia, you have a holiday, and then, and then after that, do you have any, any interesting projects in the pipeline? Uh, no, we just have... Uh, well, the inter interesting project will be to get this Internet thing up and running. Well, as I said, with my son in mind, I'll certainly keep an eye out for that. And, and I read that you're also invo involved in, in, in supporting charities uh, increasingly. Is that an important part oh, of we do. Oh, we do a lot of that. People ask us to do things, and I mean, some of them you can't refuse. You really just have to do it. But also, uh, I forgot to mention that uh, Bill Whalen, who wrote the River Dance, is uh, we're, we're going to collaborate on, on a, a flute concerto. And, and when is when is that going to happen? Well, I'm not quite sure because he's he's writing an opera at the minute for the Met. Right. So, summer 2012, we think. Because I mean, there there, you, there must be uh, new works from a, a whole variety of composers. Oh, there are, there mm. are. Mm. But I, if I don't commission commission them, I generally don't play them. Right. Because I think if somebody commissions a flute concerto, it's up to them to to look after the composer. Right. And there, there was the John Corigliano. Did you commission that one? Yes, I did. The yeah. Pied Piper. Right. Do, do you still play, play that one these days? Oh, yeah. All the time. Yeah. And, uh, of course, there's Lowell Lieberman, William Balcom. Yes. And Lauren Marzell has written two flute concertos. One is a very funny one, and the other one's a dead serious one, which is about 35 minutes. And, and are you going to are you going to premiere these works? Oh, I've already played oh, you've, them. You've already recorded played? them. Lauren Mazel increasingly composing, isn't he these days? Mm-hmm. 
Well, um, James Gore, Sir James Gore, it's been a great pleasure um, talking with you. And uh, do you have any idea when you'll next be in Hong Kong? Uh, no, but the sooner the better. Fantastic. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll drink to that.